Hey y'all, it is me again, your host Talaya B at T-A-L-A-Y-A-B on Instagram. And you are tuned in to Philadelphia Podcast, the all-exclusive Philadelphia podcast where we interview local artists. And before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsors. What up, it's your man, Young King. I'm going to do the sponsors this week. You know, I'm going to make my guest appearance out here. So first we're going to shout out the Forge Recording Academy. That's what we're recording out of right now. We want to shout out the Showgirl Official, hip-hop since 1987. We want to shout out the Digital Crates, the whole Philly podcast team in Philadelphia, and uh, everybody else that's supporting us out there, man. So stay lit. Everybody on live that's tuning in, y'all want shout-outs, keep in touch. If y'all got questions for Meyer Clarity, hit us up, text us in. You already know what to do. Let's get it. Yo, you guys need more sound effects, like explosions and... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we yeah, gotta we, get on that. We waiting for digital crates. There you go with the sound effects. You know what I'm saying? He just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> He's our background guy. But once again, you guys are tuned in to the all exclusive Philadelphia podcast right here in Philadelphia. Today we'll be talking to Meyer Clarity, who is a hot new artist out in Toronto for us here in Philadelphia. So we're excited to get to talk to him today. I'll let him say what's right. up and shout out himself on Instagram. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. Can I get that in writing? <laughs> I got you. I'll type it up for you right now. Amazing. <laughs> On like a little certificate thing, like that fucking, uh, you know, PowerPoint presentation, little like frills on the side, make it look like a certificate. Yes, I got you. I'll type it all up. I'm, I'm really good on Microsoft Word, so I'll see what I can do for you and send it over. Amazing. <laughs> So you want to tell the people what your Instagram name is so they can follow you so that we can get started with this interview here so they can hear all about Meyer Clarity. Sounds good. So you can follow me at Meyer Clarity. Meyer spelled M-Y-E-R. Clarity spelled normal way. And you'll find all my shenanigans online. I don't post like a lot of risque photos. (laughs) I don't really got the silhouette for it. But I mean, you'll find some if you look deep. Well, I'll be sure to get into that. So are you on Twitter, too? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's Meyer Clarity everywhere. So if you're more of like a Twitter head or a Facebook person or whatever, it's, it's Meyer Clarity wherever you go. Well, you I actually do not have a Twitter. I'm only on Instagram and Facebook. But I know a lot of people who are into Twitter, so I like to ask to make sure. Twitter is where I go to just, like, post negative random shit that comes into my head. So <laughs> if, if you want that in your life, then go for it. Well, it's always good to be able to rant, right? Oh, yeah. Alrighty, so let's just jump right into it here um, and get started with our interview so our uh, our fans out in Philadelphia can get to know you a little better if they have not heard it from you yet. Um, so could you just start off by letting us know just who you are? Right on. So my name is Meyer Clarity, in case you ain't heard it the last four times. Um, I am a kid that grew up around a bunch of punk rockers but was always really into hip-hop and so that kind of blended my sound a little bit and so i started flirting with punk rock a little bit and then i moved out to toronto and it was vice versa i was the punk rock kid around a bunch of rappers so it's always sort of been like my thing is you know straddling lines between worlds and such uh i just came out with a new project called not all heroes wear capes and it's about how appearances can be deceiving you know, a lot of the time growing up, we kind of looked like homeless kids, hung out with ho- the homeless kids, and, you know, everyone thought we were up to no good, but 
there were some of the nicest people I knew. So that's what I bring to the table, that and self-deprecating humor. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So you touched a little bit on your Not All Heroes Wear Capes album, and I did want to get into that a little. So what influenced you? What are the meanings behind this album for you? So, um, like I said, growing up like in the, in the punk community in Montreal, it was like, would hang out and not always have a place to sleep and you know it would be a couple of squeegees in the crew and some people would just sort of be on the streets and um i don't know it was just it was like building and you know learning from people that either had it worse or better and just sort of trying to take their stories and put it into like a form that people can understand so that it's not so black and white it's not just like oh he's a street kid he's addicted to drugs it's like no this is a person that has feelings and thoughts and like i don't know some shitty step-parents <laughs> you know that led them to where they are <clears throat> right and i so like it was just sort of yeah sorry go ahead no you're fine keep going uh it was just sort of like you know showing people that there's like multiple sides to everything and that it's always deeper right and i like i was gonna say i like that you say that because uh one of the questions i had one of the songs that really stood out um on that album is burning me alive that song burning me alive yes Don't that was that was one of the songs that I really listened to on repeat because I really liked it. So one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, what place in life were you while you were writing this song? And for somebody who hasn't listened to the song yet, could you give them a little background on the song? Absolutely. Um, so the crazy thing about that song is that was one of the last ones added to the album. A lot of the album was written in uh, 2016 and then just sort of split into three different projects. That was like one of those last minute additions that we're working in the studio and we're like, oh, this is too good not to go on it. So we're trying to like <clears throat> bring a little Blink-182 into people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love Blink-182, I'm a big fan, so I like that. Well, then there you go, no wonder you like the song. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, that song was just sort of like, this is such a happy beat, let's, let's talk about some really dark shit on it. So I kind of talked about like, some of my early tour experiences and some of the stuff that's like boiling in my head day to day. Everyone always deals with like anxiety and depression and shit. And, right. You know, one of my early tour stories was pretty much the first night we were on the road. I almost died because uh, I was oh, puking wow. in my sleep and no one turned me on my side. That wasn't supposed to run. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a thing that happened. So, you know, it's always like one of those things you want to talk about. And you're like, where would it fit? Right. And uh, I don't know, I just fit. Sorry to bum everyone else out there right now. <laughs> no, that's, I, I like that, because like I said, that was one of the songs that I really liked on the album. Um, and another thing I noticed is the production. The production is crazy throughout the album. So who actually handles the production of your work? So thank you, first of all. Um, I handle the production. <laughs> I've been uh, producing since I was 13, and um, it's just been getting like, turning into a bigger and bigger family. So we got, like, a lot of session musicians we work with. Got this one guy, Ethan Pounds, who's, like, a super talented weirdo. Shout out to him. We had the uh, homie Kyle Lutschwager. I still don't know how to say his last name. He was, like, executive producer of the project. And then we got a couple bassists and drummers in. But it all started with, like, a chubby 13-year-old me messing around with some keyboards. Okay, that's awesome. I did. I personally did not know that that was you who handled the production. So kudos to you. Shout out to you because that is awesome. 
cheers to that. You want to buy a beat? Cheers. Y'all selling beats for 300 a piece. <laughs> If I Come made on. music, I would. If I get into the music business, I'll let you know. I'll definitely, you'll be the first person I come to. I'll make a new podcast intro. Get, like, <laughs> yes. Like, let me let me get a percentage of the publishing. I'll have our people contact you <laughs> so we can figure that one out. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> so um, you talked a little bit about who the influencers are for this album and what you were trying to show. Who influences you specifically to do music and to get you where you are today? Um, influences. It's always like, it's always different week to week. Like I'm one of those people that has like crazy ADD taste in artists. So like whatever I'm listening to that week, if it's like outcast, I'll write some more like alieny shit or like I'll be listening to, I don't know, Logic and I'll do like multiple syllables, double time kind of stuff or like yellow or whatnot. But I'd say if you really have to like narrow down what the sound is it's like I don't know I've always been a big fan of Cuddy and No Effects which is a punk band and um, I don't know just trying to like blend those sounds you know like a Kid Cuddy No Effects Arctic Monkeys meets like a more lyrical uh, I guess Yellow Wolf I'd say but that's kind of a that's kind of a backhanded compliment but uh (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like different week to week, but I had all sorts of crazy influences like growing up. Like my mom would be playing uh, vinyls from people from Paris, like uh, oh, baby wow. pop and all that. And then I'm like studying in jazz, trying to like <laughs> learn some music theory. So I'm I'm all over the fucking place. Oh, that's awesome. And before we head out to take a break, um, my last question for you would is, um, so what is it like for you to be a hip-hop kid in the punk scene and vice versa. So, you know, what do people see you as and then you get up on stage and you rap different? What are the looks that you get? Um, There's always going to be, like, weird looks. Like, the the number one look I get all the time is, like, the confused raised eyebrow where it's like, this kid looks lost. Um, <laughs> but... I don't know. It's it's uh, it's different. It's challenging. You're like trying to bring people into a world that they're not really like used to. So just being like the hip hop kid in the punk community, they like slowly started to realize that I was going to come around and just like always be there. And, you know, keep rocking these shows, and I'd always be like the one hip hop kid. So I got like a pat almost, um, and it was just like, well, you know, they recognized me musicality in it, the attitude, and you know, certain frustrations that we all deal with. So they were, they were with it. And then vice versa. And like the hip hop world was like, all right, well, it's just Meyer Clarity. He's always like the brokest guy in the room. He's the guy who's going to eat out of the garbage. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I really like that because, you know, a lot of people are doing, you know, a lot of the rap mixed with different genres now. So it's, this is a different one rap mixed with um, punk. So it's, it's awesome to hear. And it's good to hear. You're kind of, I feel like, before I listened to you, when I heard that genre, I, it reminded me of Lil Uzi, but then your music is is very different. Yeah, I would say that's like a, a pretty wide comparison. Although I'm <laughs> yes. not super up on my Lil Uzi. I live in a cave. I don't know what's coming out anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what, that's what I was thinking of. And I, But I was really intrigued by your music. I really like it. Like I said, the production was awesome. That's what I look for. But we're going to jump Thank into you. the break really quick. 
and then we will be back. But one more time, a shout out to our sponsors. Yo, yo, it's yo, Young King. Our sponsors? The sponsors is in the building. Don't follow me on Instagram because I don't follow back. So shout out to Showgirl Official. Man. Shout out to Hip Hop Since 87. Shout out my man Digital Crates. Shout out to Forge Recording Academy where we're recording live out of. And everybody tuned in.